Juneteenth marks both the long, hard night of slavery and subjugation and a promise of a brighter morning to come. This is a day of profound, in my view, profound weight and profound power. A day in which we remember the moral stain, the terrible toll that slavery took on the country and continues to take. What I've long called America's original sin. At the same time, I also remember the extraordinary capacity to heal and hope and emerge from those painful moments and a bitter, bitter version of ourselves, to make a better version of ourselves. Yo, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Nah, nah, cut, cut the music. Yo, DJ, let's run it back. This is what I'm talking about. Happy Juneteenth! Hey, welcome to another episode of The Uninvited. This is your host, Jerry Jones. However you found us and wherever you decided to find us, I am so very glad you did. Please do us a favor. Please rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss another one of these fine episodes. And, uh, you know, should you give us a rating, please give us five stars because five stars feels like love. Four stars feels like the friend zone. So, hey, it's Juneteenth. And by now, uh, you know, well, many of you had the day off yesterday. I'm I'm recording this on Juneteenth. You know, I thought about recording the Juneteenth episode on Friday when uh, America was given the day off. And uh, I'm like, no. No, I mean, you know, America's America's got the day off. So, uh, you know, I think I'm I'm not going to record on America's day off. I'm going to record on Juneteenth. It could be that. <laughs> or it could be that I hadn't, uh, you know, finished my outline. Full disclosure, uh, I normally do an outline um, for the show. I usually take, you know two or three days prepping for a show. Uh, I I did not actually finish the outline, <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Today is the day, and, uh, you know, I think 50 years experience uh, living as um, a black person in America, I feel like I'm good. I don't know if I need the talking points or the, uh, or the Evernote um, outline that I typically do. But I am... Listen, I am super excited that you're that you're here. I think the last time I know the last time we spoke, it was on Memorial Day. I had some some thoughts on on Memorial Day, and um, there seems to be a theme <laughs> for when I when I do have the opportunity to sit down and speak with you. But um, I'm, you know what? I I it has been. I, I I'm gonna I'm just gonna jump into it. 
okay? Uh, this week, as it relates to Juneteenth, has been a little bit of a of a roller coaster. Uh, it you know first of all, I am I'm actually somewhat impressed. It's 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 two sides of the same coin. I am impressed with the speed at which Congress got this the bill the the, proclam the proclamation. It seems like, you know, <laughs> we only use proclamation, I feel like, when discussing black people. You ever notice that? I mean, the Emancipation Proclamation, like, when else do you actually hear the word proclamation? Um, but it, it makes sense, you know. So President Biden uh, signed a bill into law that made Juneteenth a, a national day of celebration. It is the first national day of celebration. Um, since uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., his birthday uh, being certified as a a national holiday. Oh gosh, and uh, I <laughs> that was back what? I mean, you guys can fact check me. That was in the eighties, right? That was was it Reagan? Was 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 Reagan still president then? Part of why I I remember I think it was the eighties because Public Enemy had uh, released a song by the time I get to Arizona and I believe that part of the part of the impetus for um, for that track was the fact that Ari I believe Arizona was the last state to 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 acknowledge and recognize um, Dr. Uh, Martin Luther King Day as a day off um, and so here we are on uh, June 19th. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, June 19th, uh, 1865, about two and a half years after um, after President uh, Lincoln had signed the Emancipation Proclamation, uh, which made um, slavery illegal in the United States. Uh, two and a half years from that date, uh, Slaves who had been legally freed by the federal government um, in Texas and in particularly Galveston. On this date in 1865, two and a half years after they had been freed, um, it was it was it was brought to the attention of of slaves in um, I'm sorry, of Africans who had been enslaved. Um, that they had been freed. And so June 19th is a day of jubilee, a day of celebration. Um, every year, I mean, I just, you know, as a kid, I didn't put it all together. So I, I didn't recognize, I, as a little kid, like from the time I was like six, five, I'm sure I was going even before I was five or six, but remembering going to uh, the park, and there'd be Juneteenth celebrations. I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, it's summer and we, we have a celebration. It wasn't until I was in my, my 20s even that I began to I began to understand like why Juneteenth. Um, and so it is a day of celebration and I've been going back and forth around how I feel about this national holiday. Um, I'm impressed with the speed 
at which Congress was able to get it done. And it just shows that when when they decide they want to do something, it's um, pretty easy for them to do. And at the same time, uh, and so one of the reasons why you don't hear from me as much is uh, I'm like, you know what? After coming back, and we've talked about this, after coming back from Sedona, I'm like, you know, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the person that's complaining all the time. Uh, I don't want to be the person that's angry all the time. Like I, uh, I want to to embrace being in the present moment and figuring out, you know, how to make things better. Um, but I will say, I, I I had to come on because I'm like, while I'm super impressed at the speed at which they got this bill signed, I'm like. Um, some things are a little out of order. So, um, some of you may not know this. I'm a Virgo. And as, as a Virgo, um, Virgos can be very particular about very specific things. Um, and now, so for instance, um, as a Virgo who enjoys cooking, enjoys being in the kitchen, the kitchen has to be clean. It has to be orderly. I like things the way I like. I like things where they're supposed to be in the kitchen. And when things get moved in the kitchen, it it you know it's a it's a peeve. It's a pet peeve of mine. Whereas um, the room in which I'm recording from right now is kind of a it's kind of a mess right now. If I'm if I'm being totally frank, uh, I'm very I'm. I have an idea of how public space, public facing spaces should be. And then I have a totally different view of my room or my closet or what have you. Uh, but I, I do like things being done decently and in order, right? It's a Virgo thing. And, and I, I think, I think it's just a, I think it's a respectful human thing, not just a Virgo thing, but we excel at it. I mean, if, can you imagine if Virgos were in charge of stuff, I will tell you one thing, one thing as a, as a, as an aside, one thing that would immediately change. I'm convinced that maybe modern day Germans are all Virgos, like the Germans who work for, for, you know, BMW and Mercedes and Volkswagen. Um, I think that boarding, onboarding and offboarding of planes if Virgos were in charge, would be so smooth. It would be so smooth. Um, I also think if 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 for large parties that vote Virgo should be in charge dinner parties, we should be in charge of ordering. If Virgos were in charge of ordering, no server would ever have to come to a table. And say two, or, you know, like mentioned two or three times, like who had this <laughs> the seafood fettuccine Alfredo, and everyone around the table is looking like I don't know, was that me? Oh yeah, that was me. If Virgos were in charge, we would know exactly what you ordered, and you wouldn't have to split tickets because we would just know. We would know exactly what you ordered, and we'd be able to calculate uh, the tip that you need to leave. I will tell you, as a Virgo, we are infamous for uh <laughs> at least me maybe it's not all virgos but it's me i'm the person who will go back and leave more money on the tip 
if I'm with a large group and because I'm I'm judging. I'm a tip judger. I judge your tips. And uh, if if it wasn't sufficient, um, I will just leave a crap ton on my separate bill or like, oh, I think I left my cell phone and bring more. That's an aside. But the point I'm making here is um, Congress, they acted with, you know, urgency, but things are out of order. Here's the thing. I am super excited for Juneteenth. I'm super excited for everybody, not just, I mean, here's the thing. Most black folks did not ask for Juneteenth to be a national holiday, right? You know what we do want? We want to ensure that everyone has the right to vote. Full stop. We um, we want, you know, I, I, I've read that the by 2053, the average household wealth for black families is estimated to be at zero. We want economic opportunity. We want uh, educational opportunity. Um, we want fairness. We want equity. We want justice. That's what we want. And um, while Juneteenth is nice, and we appreciate how quickly the Senate acted, we would love to see that same sort of, of urgency when it comes to those things that I just named. And to be honest, it is it's a little bit insulting if I'm if I'm being perfectly frank, that we could get um, Juneteenth as a national holiday uh, in almost a unanimous vote, but we can't get we can't even get a majority of the U.S. Senate, or we can't get the sixty. We can't get the sixty. Hell, we can barely get the fifty-one. We can't even get the fifty-one on voting rights. So that's where the conflict for me comes in. I'm excited for the direction. I, I think it's a it's a positive step. It's just a step out of order. And so being a Virgo who pays attention to pay, pays it. I pays attentions. I am not man, I need to mm. This is not see that was this today of all days was not the day for that. <laughs> for uh for that language. Um I don't want to get canceled. I do not want to get canceled. Um, but the point is, it's out of order. And we've got to go back and we've got to do the steps in order. You know, um, in the restaurant world, there's a saying, you know, do it right or do it twice. And um, where where I'm telling the Senate, you know, the Senate, um, the House and President Biden is like, you did a good thing with Juneteenth. However, we didn't do it right. We got to go back and we're going to have to do it again. Get Voting Rights Act. Get the Voting Rights Act passed. Okay. And at the same time, when we think about the intersectionality of Americans' history with race, uh, we have to also think about uh, Americans' history with gender. Uh, I would say that we need to have the Equal Rights Amendment. We need that passed. Violence Against the Women Act passed. These things need to happen. And so if you can act that quickly to pass a national holiday, you can, you can get your ass in gear 
and do those other things as well. And it's not it's not complicated. Voting rights, not complicated. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to complain about that. So part of, oh, full disclosure. That whole yo DJ thing, there's not a DJ. That was me. I'm betting you knew that already. <laughs> um, but um, today is a day. Today truly is a day of celebration. And so I have all sorts of thoughts on Joe Manchin who is the leader of the Democratic Party. Um, I don't, newsflash. The Democratic leader is, and I'm not talking about him being the de facto leader of the Democratic Party in the Senate. Is Chuck Schumer in hiding? Is Chuck Schumer in the witness protection program? Is Chuck Schumer somewhere in, um, you know, is he like in uh, Provo, Utah? Um, he's an accountant or um, a mechanic, and um, you know, he, <laughs> what? Where is he? He is persona non grata. I haven't seen him. If anyone's seen Chuck Schumer, um, can you let us know uh, where where he's at? Um, no, Joe Manchin is not the leader of the Democratic Party in the Senate. Joe Manchin is, he's the leader of the Democratic Party right now. He's setting the agenda. He, he on his own, has been holding meetings with um, key um, centrist Democrats and, and Republicans to forge a, a compromise. And I just saw, I saw that Senator McConnell, you know, the in air quotes, minority leader, because he's he and Joe Manchin really are running the Senate right now, and and it doesn't sound like that Senator McConnell is interested in that, but that the idea the idea that voting rights is something to compromise, and that and, and that's what something I wanted to talk about. Um, compromise for the sake of compromise is not only not a good thing. Now, compromise on most things is very important. You, you can't always get what you want. Um, but um, I was going to keep going with the whole thing. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want to mess up the lyric. Um, but there are certain things that you cannot, absolutely cannot compromise on. And one thing as a, as a democratic republic that is an app that should be an absolute non-starter and it's very disappointing that we have not heard from president biden on this and we have certainly not heard from um you know leader schumer on this is that democracy and the right to participate in the democratic process is a non-negotiable item and in the fact that Joe Manchin is having these meetings with, you know, uh, Republican leadership with um, in, 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 ca in caucuses within the Democratic Party is an indictment, in my opinion, on the leadership of Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer. You there's what there's no such thing as compromising on democracy. Either we're a Democratic Republic or we're not full stop. Period. That's a, that's a, 
you know, it's it's one of those things like you sometimes you have those conversations with your kids. And, and you know, and as you know, the, the art of parenting, especially as your kids age is compromise. And then there are just certain things that you can't compromise on. So um, and I would say that democracy and um, free and equitable access to um, participating in the democratic process is is the if we only could if as a nation if as a nation we could only choose one thing that was undeniably the thing that we don't compromise on voting is that thing if there were only one um so yeah, as we celebrate Juneteenth and we celebrate the fact that, you know, we celebrate that, you know, two and a half years after the fact, black folks in America were all finally free in that no longer would any American be denied the right to be free in this country. I think now as we move into this new era of recognizing um, Juneteenth, that we begin to lift up all the other areas in which black folks and Latinx folks and indigenous folks and uh, Asian American Pacific Islanders and all other um, minoritized and, and marginalized people, not just ethnic uh, minorities, not just uh, gender, but I'm talking about all folks, especially the economic exploited. Don't even get me started. I'm going to do a whole pod on the economy coming up um, because it, it's just fascinating to see the level of inaction by the federal government as it pertains to um, individuals and families. Have you all been watching the housing market? Um, if you've been watching the housing market, if you've been watching, I've definitely been watching the stock market and all the shenanigans, all the things that have been exposed real quick. I know, I know I'm not talking about it on this episode. Shout out to, shout out to the apes, shout out to AMC army, shout out to, uh, GameStop, GME army for exposing. Um, I think they're going to finish the job. Not they, I'm sorry. We full disclosure. Uh, I am an AMC shareholder. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna finish what Occupy Wall Street started. I'm just putting it out there. Um, but uh, there are lots of things that Americans are being denied, and so I think moving forward, as we as we you know celebrate Juneteenth, uh, where there was no longer a withholding of freedom. And it's interesting that that notion of the the there was the withholding of information, the withholding of truth. And when you withhold information and when you withhold truth, you withhold freedom. Right. And so now we have to look at all of the areas in which minoritized and marginalized people are where the truth is being withheld from them, where information resources being withheld were truly freedom freedom 
is being withheld. We need to identify those things and we need to, we need to make that right. It's not just a day to be off. It's not just a day uh, for cookouts. It is, it is a day to reflect and it's a day to begin to commiserate with others on how we undo the damage that has been done and, and, and is being done to people. And I'm not just talking about black folks. I'm talking about all folks right now. And I, I, I know people are going to be like, oh, you know, like you don't turn Juneteenth into an all lives matter thing. Because you all know where I stand on that. I think I think we've we've covered that ad nauseum on this pod. But the reality is, is that all of us now are looking at Juneteenth, not just black folks. We're all looking at Juneteenth. And so what happened here is a black experience. What happened to black folks is 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 not only you is not. I mean, it's it's a it's a shared um ancestry and in history for black folks and it's also uniquely american and that's all of us we all got to wrestle with this we all have to wrestle with this we all have to wrestle with the reality is that this country isn't what it can be it's not yet what it should be um and we have a responsibility to work together to make it so we got to do it and we got to do it together and um i and, and and for me because we have to do it together and because we know we can do it together personally for me for me um that is that is cause for celebration for me because when I think about all the things that my ancestors have gone through, when I think about, you know, my living relatives and what they've gone through and all the things that they have done to pave the way for me. And when I think about the little, you know, it hasn't been a lot, but I, you know, I've done some things that hopefully will make things better for my daughter. And I think about my daughter's generation and the things that they're going to do to make life better for those who are coming behind them. I'm like, man, we we have we have cause to celebrate. And I I say that is, you know, that we invite all into the celebration because we invite all into the work so we celebrate knowing that the work is ongoing and there's still a lot to do and i think you know this is the time for us to begin to come together to celebrate because you know man after the celebration is over the work is going to be heavy and we're going to need we're going to need each and every one of us chipping in um to make things better um Listen, I don't really have, well, I have, I have tons more in my head, but here's what I would like for each of us to do today. Um, I say, give yourself 
give yourself grace, especially for, for my white listeners who are like, I don't know what to say. Do I say happy Juneteenth? Do, <laughs> do I say top of the Juneteenth to you? Um, what do I say? What do I do? Um, give yourself grace knowing like, hey, none, no, none of us expect you to know exactly how to greet us, how to acknowledge it, what to do. I would respectfully ask that, you know, we don't turn Juneteenth into Cinco de Mayo or St. Patrick's Day. Um, but I would also say, take time to think about areas in which you can contribute to um, the sharing of, of freedom, of information of resources uh how you connect with and be in solidarity with those who are uh, seeking to i don't know who are pursuing the not yet right who are pursuing the not yet um how to connect with those folks and then thirdly um truly celebrate truly celebrate the fact that we are as a country we are acknowledging we are acknowledging our original sin and we have the opportunity now to move forward. I think that's cause for celebration. And I, I, I want, I, I'm not, I can't give you permission to celebrate and do those things, but I hope that you will permission yourself. And so on that note, my friends, party crashers, I'm going to bid you farewell, go out, um, celebrate, enjoy, Enjoy Juneteenth, and uh, I'm going to catch you on the flip side of the next episode of The Uninvited. Peace.